0: Welcome to the Zodiac Tapes. This is the podcast where we go into death of the victims of the Zodiac Killer. Today, we're going to go over the deaths of David Arthur Faraday, Betty Lou Jensen, and Paul Stein.
1: Betty Lou Jensen were sitting in Faraday's station wagon having their first day together. That was when a man with a .22 Glock started approaching the car, releasing bullets which then scared David and Betty. So David jumped out of the car, attempting to flee, but the Zodiac killer raised his gun and shot him in the back of his head. While Betty did gain more distance than Faraday, while she was escaping, she was also shot in the back, five times, killing her instantly. Now, the police reports say there was no evidence of robbery or sexual molestation so this really just shocked the community because no one knew why they had died there wasn't a reason or a purpose they were just murdered while betty and david are traditionally considered deaf and zodiac victims there have been many other suspects in this case in the early 1990s former valley hope police department detective john lynch said the couple was killed because Faraday had learned of a major drug deal and had been talking openly about who was involved. Other sources have speculated that Zodiac wasn't responsible because no taunting letters or phone calls were received until months after the murders. However, when Zodiac finally took credit for this attack, he provided many details that were not known to the general public. Perhaps Zodiac's sense of fulfillment following the Faraday-Jensen murders was so strong that he didn't feel the need to immediately brags to the news media. More than 30 years later, local residents still haven't forgotten this crime and the secluded area of the murders hasn't changed very much at all.
0: Next up, we have Paul Stein. He was killed on October 11, 1969. He was shot on the head with a nine millimeter at approximately 9 55 PM. Stein's wallet and keys were taken and a huge part of his shirt was removed. Fingerprints that were possibly of the suspect were recuperated from the vehicle, but according to a police report, a couple of men's size 7 dark gloves were found. The three observers watched the suspect from around 60 feet away as he was wiping down the taxi after he had killed Stein. They called the police and depicted a white male, 25 to 30 years of age, around 5'8 to 5'9, with a stocky form, rosy earthy colored hair with some rimmed glasses. They last saw him strolling on Cherry Street. On the other hand, the police dispatcher mistakenly depicted the suspect as a black male. But when officials Donald Folk and Eric Zelms realized minutes later that there was a white man strolling east on Jackson Street, but he did not get stopped or questioned whatsoever. The officials got a decent look at him. At the point when they got the right depiction of the suspect, the Officials acknowledge that they have encountered him before. They searched the area where he was but had found nothing. The man seen by Folk and Zelms was basically the same as the suspect saw by the three observers. He was white, 35 to 45 years of age, 5'10", somewhere in the range of 180 to 200 pounds. He was bare chested with a light shaded crew cut hair and wearing glasses. The man didn't seem to be holding a weapon or anything, and no discussion between the man and the officials occurred.